Hey yo, this Rain DA, aka Rain61, and you tuned into my cousin them podcast where we talk about music, sports, current events, whatever the hell else we feel like. It's just me, you, my cousin them. Let's chop it up. Peace, family. This is Cuzzo Rome, and you're listening to the My Cousin Them podcast. Every week is a family reunion, and you're invited. Tap in. Yeah, this is my cousin them shit. Peace done, better known as the Marvelous Skies. I'm from Vegas, though. <laughs> Right. It's your boy Cito Dunn, aka Mikey Smooth 61. All I rep is myself and my cousin now. You smell me? Holla. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? My cousin them podcast. You on the line with cousin X. And it's MC Quest, aka Mickey Maxwell, cause I'm Maxwell. Stay tuned to my cousin them podcast and your dumbass might learn something. One. Shit, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going yeah, on, man? Yeah, he got way, he got <laughs> Like, my thing is, you introduce some shit like that, this deep in, like, you change the whole makeup of the fucking exactly, show, Exactly, like, exactly. That's what I was upset about. I'm like, come on, y'all. Like, y'all didn't need this. I'm like, this show did not need this. It's like, somebody, somebody found out how to use a green screen and just went fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> it was super amped. It was kind of like, I don't know if you remember watching the game. I want to say like the first se- the first three seasons of the game had a laugh track, meaning like it was like a studio audience, people was laughing, and then like like the next season when it came back out, it didn't, and it seemed, or maybe I'm wrong, maybe the first three seasons didn't have a laugh track, like there was no studio audience laughing and shit. I'm with and you. Then, like, I can't remember it was, which was which. Whether they started and stopped. But they stopped it starting. It just changed the whole complexity of the fucking show. I remember it. I think I want to say it didn't have a laugh track. Yeah, I think it started without a laugh track. And then, they, and then like, they had when it came back on BET. It had one, and it was just, like, strange. Like, this shit weird as fuck now. And then I think they took it away or whatever the case. It was not a good look when they introduced that shit, like, four years after the show been off TV, coming up on coming on uh, CW forever and then they come back on BT and it was a laugh track that shit was strange as fuck yo right nah for real 
overall though, the show was, show was pretty good though, overall. Overall, I still ain't finished. This last episode, like an hour and 40 minutes. I'm like an hour into it, but that shit long as shit. <laughs> Series finale.
best rapper. Alive. And then like he started to like, I think the best worst thing he ever did for his career was do that fucking rock album after Carter Three. That was a mistake. Um, and then like he started to just not be as. It was always witty lyrically, but it seemed like he was just rapping to be rapping. He wasn't on like any kind of uh. There was no linear course to some of the verses. He was just like dropping 16s and shit. With this project, I'm still being impressed by some of his like wordplay and some of his verbal dexterity. Um, he's clever inside the songs. I just don't think he's necessarily as clever outside like song structure. You know what yeah, I mean? Nah, his songs don't that don't really have structure like that at all. Like, yeah, it's not really. Carter one, Carter two, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah, no. I'm talking about this album. Like, with this album, from what I've heard so Even far. Carter, even Carter three, heard so to far. a certain extent, there was a certain level of structure with some of the songs he would like do. Um, it's still impressive. It's still some of it's very like good to listen to. What I've heard so far, I, like I said, it's so much to digest. I'm Technically, I'm only a third into the album because yeah, I stopped man. being James. This album, that's where I'm at too, being James. But yeah, man, this album way too long, man. I'm like, yo. Um, and I kid you, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be like maybe a 16 to 17 track album, and then you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. He decided to make it 24. And you know what? There are Wayne fans that may not want to listen to 24 tracks of Lil Wayne today. Honestly, I wouldn't want to listen to 24 tracks of my favorite artists. Like, I thought Trust the Shooter was entirely too long, and that was a mixtape. No, not Trust the Shooter, uh, uh, BP4. But he was just rapping on there, so a lot of them tracks was him just dropping, like, fucking 40 bars over niggas' beats, which is totally different. I can't think of anybody I want to hear 24 tracks from right now. Like, right. at a time. Like, I can't think of anybody. Like, that's just too, like, that's the double CD. Like, like that, there was a time. There was a point in my life when I was fired, though. Like, there was. But at this point, now, in this day and age, that nah. That point in time was 20 years ago. Right. Uh, uh, fucking Life After Death, All Eyes On Me, shit like that. Right. Like, yeah. That was back when niggas used to wait two or three years in between now. But you want to hear a Kendrick album be 24 tracks? No. No. Right. I wouldn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I just, it is a lot to digest. And, I, and you know what? It has a lot to do with the attention span, bro. Like, we live in an era where content is at an all-time high. Between podcasts, video games, TV shows, movies, reading material, and then you got music. Like, it's hard to, like, keep... And then add, like, normal day-to-day shit that ain't hot. Shit like work and chores and kids. Like, the idea of digesting a fucking album that take an hour and a half to listen to, that's a lot, bro. That's a fact, man. That's for real. That's exactly what it is. Like, even if it was, okay, I'm gonna do an album review which requires me to listen to it in its entirety. I feel like half my reviewers gonna be talking about how fucking long this shit is right. and what facts <laughs> I could have deal without. Like, 
Lots of skits on their shits. Like all of them tracks wasn't all songs straight all the way through. They was they had they had like, you know, maybe maybe four, five of them tracks might have been skits or even three or four, but you feel me, it's not they not all songs that you have to digest, you feel me? The last album I remember being long like that, it wasn't skit heavy, like just tracks was probably new bay shit. I think the great American rap album was like 20, 20, if not 20 or 20 something songs deep. It's just Lupe by himself. His content is so hard to digest. So much lyrically. It is so much lyrically now times that shit by 2022. But he always tells stories and has like, like to me, listening to a Lupe album is like reading this dope ass book of short stories. So I, li- I, I, I listen to Lupe differently than I listen to Wayne. Fact. Oh, yeah, that's you know, like, 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 you don't like. It's not even just hard to digest the Lupe album. There's some Lupe songs that you that you have to take time to actually digest. Like, like you feel me? Concepts. Sometimes you have a motherfucker speaking in a totally different language. There's no subtitles in music. What the fuck is this motherfucker? Which I know it's important to this fucking song and album, but this dude just carried on for like 40 seconds in, in Spanish or. Japanese, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. Like, and he kind of forces you to use technology, like Google Translate, put it up to the speaker, and like, oh, oh okay. Which I haven't got a chance to do, but I knew I wanted to do that shit with the, uh, what last album was The Droga's Light and The Droga's Wave. He has, like, uh, I think he has a Japanese skin on the first one. And he has like a, a, a Spanish skit on the second one. And it's like 40 seconds of a dude just carrying on in a different language. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> it ain't hard enough that your well-read ass is throwing all these cultural references that, I'm sorry, if you didn't go to an AP, a his, a AP honors history course, you, you don't know half the shit new baby talking about. That's a fact. That's a fact. No, that's what I'm saying. Listening to that last album, I had to I had to do some research to understand some of the songs. Like I literally had to do research because I didn't get some of the shit the nigga was talking about. So I could totally I could totally get that. Um, damn, fuck, I lost my fucking train of thought from what I was gonna say next. But um, oh, the Wayne shit. Back to the fucking Wayne shit. Okay. But, yeah, man. The nigga can clearly the nigga can clearly rap still. Right. He can rap to me. The shit didn't sound outdated to me. Like, like no. this fucking flow, that shit that he's on, it's the same shit everybody's on. It's the shit that he birthed. He birthed these niggas. You feel me? Like, like, so it don't sound hey, outdated. Heard him like, a lot of him saying it's a bunch of motherfuckers looking like That's yeah, a fact. True. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> that is a whole bunch fact. of dreadhead niggas with no room on their face with tattoos. Right, right. Nigga. Yeah. So that's a whole fact, man. But it's like. The, it's just the 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 production. Like I don't, I'm not really feeling the production all that heavy. Like it could be, it could have been a lot better to me. And the song structure is, is what 
what I would take away from it that I would I would give feedback that I think need to be better. Maybe he need to maybe I don't know if he needs to just link up with one with one producer. You feel me? That he that you feel me? Or if he, I don't know. I don't know if it was just the beat selection. I don't know. But I didn't. The beats didn't help. Like it was his it was his rapping that kept me in tune with the songs. It wasn't the beats didn't really help. Like, it was a couple beats that I did, but like in all, I have to be fair. Only listening to a third of it, I feel like it's not fair. I'm a, I'm a that's true. Too. That's true. Too. I'm gonna love with Paul Justin until I listen to it in its entirety. Next week, I I think it's uh, fair to do uh, a full re- album review when I actually review the full album. That's with that being said, um, the music to be murdered by man. It's early and that shit is. Up fucking heater. Yeah. Like, it, it is, man. Like, I'm still banging that shit and like, no disrespect to him, but for his last couple albums, they probably get like, a strong week, strong like 10, 12 days out of me, maybe two weeks, and then like, his replay value has been like, quite low for a while now. Hey, so that's, it's hip hop head music. It's like if you a lyricist and you in the lyrics, you may or may not still listen to him. I'm always, uh, I wouldn't call my, I wouldn't classify myself as a stand or lightweight. Maybe you know, maybe I'm a dad. Like <laughs> I'm not quite a stand, but I'm always entertaining him and them because that's where, like, lyrically, I got my start and wanted to start rapping and shit. So I always, he's always been in my top, and um. Even with me, so listen, real quick. Was not been the same. This real quick, can y'all hear me? I can yes, hear you. Yes, sir. So, with Eminem and with Lil Wayne, because I, I haven't listened to the whole Wayne yet, but I listened to a good portion of it. And what you saying, Rain, with this sounding, it sounds current, right? It sounds like something that, something that everybody today cannot. You agree with that? Like so far through the through the Wayne CD or through the Wayne uh, album? Yeah. So with something current and with the and the Eminem album, like you said, Skye's like a hip hop head has to listen to that album. Like yo, I'm, I'm loving this, but typically it's a hip hop head, right? The younger generation they talking dirty about the Eminem album. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's why that's why I think that Lil Wayne is doing it has done everything perfectly. When you said that the um, the Rebirth album was a mistake and he shouldn't did it, I didn't mess with that album, but maybe one track and I think it was Fire and that was it. I think the track was actually called Fire, um, but he got a different wave. He picked up on something new. He got a skateboard. He rocking with truck fit and all the other stuff, right? So it's a whole nother piece a whole nother market is listening to him and picking up on him and how it, the reason why he sounds current is like you said rain is he burst everything like everybody young thug um shit baby uh roddy like uh, roddy rich everybody who sound like any type of auto tune or singing or harmonizing like wayne started all of that so he sounds current because hell he's in his he's in his bag he's in his wave he created the wave shout out and to t-pain the waves why Eminem sounds like it sounds good to us every every now and again but that replay value isn't theirs because it's stuck 
it's in one spot. So that's why I'm like, yo, Wayne has done it perfectly to move from generation to generation and then built it, basically. So you think about it, he's been doing this for, shit, he was what, 14? Maybe younger than that? High boys? You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's 30-something. So he's been doing this for damn near 20 plus years. At, at the same time, I was listening, what was I listening to? When watching a document, I think I was watching the hip-hop documentary, uh, uh, hip-hop evolution series on Netflix, and they were talking about the mixtape Wayne, like when that shit first started, because, yeah, he did the, um, he did the squad you know, mixtape uh, too. 500 degrees, lights out, onto the Carter 1, Carter 2, where he rapping, but he was in song structure, and he felt like he was leaving something out, then he started dropping the dedications and shit, the dedications and the droughts. Um, dude, those were some of the hottest bars I've ever heard from an MC. With some of that dedication work, the tannin, the the like the shit when he went over the fucking Beyonce tracks, like he was killing shit. Like as far as in the pocket of like still like wavy at the same time lyrically precise and not all over the place. Like I felt like sometimes you can get too hot with too much freedom and kind of play with your audience a little bit, I would like to see him get back to that tightness of his lyrical execution. Sometimes he can be a little sloppy. And, um, but who's looking for that, though, guys? Who's me. See what I'm saying? Me. See what I'm saying? And that's not, that's not enough. That's not enough. Like You're enough to me, brother. I love you. <laughs> you everything to me. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of hip-hop, that's not enough. We old heads when it comes to hip hop. And Wayne is an old head in hip hop that sounds current. I feel like the only ones that can do that now is a very few. Wayne can do it better than anybody because nobody's looking at Wayne and thinking, damn, he got like 25 years in the game. They look at Wayne and say, yo, that's Wayne. And it still sounds like today. When Even when Jay drops something new, when Jay Z drops something new, they're like, yo, Jay came, he still hold his own. He damn near 40, he old. Right, but they still talk about Jay being old. They don't talk about Wayne being old yet. And it's hard to be in hip hop that long and not be old. And I think Ludacris is old in hip hop. Nobody's looking for a good album. Wayne made his learning, made his way by trying everything new. Playing the guitar, hopping on the skateboard, and he made a whole new sound that everybody copied. And his influence, I, I would I would dare say that his influence is greater than Kanye's when it comes to hip hop. Oh, of course. I think, I think, you know what I'm saying? I think to your point of why, one of the reasons why everybody don't look at Wayne old like they do Jay and maybe some of the other artists that are, is his content hasn't really changed that much. Like, his content hasn't really, as far as, like, like what he talks about as far as like Jay's, how his content has he graduated from talking about drug talk and then he don't talk about drug talk no more. Now he's talking about businesses and businessmen and all like his content kinda it, it, it changed. I'm not you know, I'm not saying for the better, for the worse, whatever, you know, that's how you feel. But it, it changed. Wayne's content pretty much has been the same. Like not as far as he's been saying the same shit, but you feel me? He's been talking about the same shit. Pretty rap much. About. The shit he rap about pretty I'm much ain't been the same. You. I'ma keep it a I'ma keep it a thousand with you, uh Ray. I'ma have to disagree with you. And here's why. You know I was rocking with cash money from day one, right? I'm talking 
first high boys the let it let them burn album first juvie album i'm rocking with wayne from day one he did not rap like this day one not even close the stuff that that bling bling that stuff but I'm not talking fact, about the style of rap, though. Rap like this. I'm not talking not about the style of rap, though. I'm just talking about what he's talk like, just what he's talking about. Like he don't sound old because he's still rapping like the young. He's still talking about the same shit the young niggas do. He's still talking about lean. He's still talking about doing drugs. He's still talking about fucking bitches. He's still talking about partying in the club. He's still like he's still on the young nigga waves. He's still rapping about the same shit that the young niggas is doing. That's why we don't look at him as old. Like, regardless of, I'm not talking about his style hasn't changed. His style definitely changed, like, a, a lot. So you're looking for, like, a content album from Wayne? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm looking for that. I'm saying that that's one of the reasons that we don't look at him as being old. Because of the shit that he raps about. Damn, I think his, I think his style has changed, though, bro. I'm not like, talking about his style, though. Content. You keep saying style. I understand his content, too, but I think his content has changed, too. Just when Skyce was talking about, yo, he had content on those first couple those first couple Carters with the song structure and stuff like that. Like, he was really spitting about Louisiana being an N.O. type nigga, but I think that content has changed, too. But he had the same. I, I see what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from, but I think he's been, he's so broad with it. Like, he started out talking about nothing but cars and bitches and yada, yada, yada. And now he's back to talking about cars and bitches and yada yada yada, right? But he has those moments of content too that has developed, and it's weird. Like it's yeah, I guess you're right. It's kind of it's to think about. He went from young to like talking about content stuff, and then just going back to partying and whatever, whatever. But then he drops little jewels here and there. Yeah, you're right. He, he still got the young and content. Yeah, that's but what I'm the saying. Why if you the take a... that content, it's because they listen to him. You see what I'm saying? So I don't even know if it's a young nigga content or if it's just Wayne. Like, right, right, and I'm not Wayne saying Garrett. it's a bad. I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing. You feel me? I'm just, uh, right. I'm just. This is something that I'm pointing out. Like, if you listen to a verse from Jay or Reasonable Doubt, and then you listen to the last verse that he dropped on the Meek Mill album, you get a totally different message from each verse. Like, Wayne totally different. different message. Like, like that's what I'm saying. If you listen, listen to a Wayne verse from back in the day and listen to a Wayne verse from now, the sound's gonna sound totally different. The sound, like, totally different. But the actual message, the shit that you actually can pull from. It from what he's saying, it's gonna be pretty much the same. That's Even TI's content changed to a certain extent. Yeah, TI's content has Even changed. Even though the dope boy shit, there's a little bit more um, shall I say, rapidness, activist in this flow now. The last couple verses and the last couple projects I've heard Tip put out is a lot more retro. Retrospection in in his songwriting. It ain't just. Of course, he introduced trap shit. He introduced trap to the world, but. Right, but look, Wayne, we gotta remember that Wayne didn't come from that. Wayne didn't come from that. Like, I mean, Wayne wasn't. He was in the street, but he wasn't drug dealing. He was a kid when they started rapping. So he didn't. So the reason probably why his content hasn't changed because this has been his life his whole life. Typically, when you talk about Jay Z, he went to drug. Me being a billionaire, so of course I can't still rap about drug dealing because I'm not living that anymore. Ti the same way. I was a dope boy, but now I'm changing my life around. I want y'all to do the same thing, sort of thing. But you can still dabble in it. Wayne was never in that. He didn't push any weight. He just rapped his whole life. So that might be another reason why he. That makes sense. I mean, he didn't change anything, but to stay relevant 
with the same content and he had to get clever so when we hear him tearing through the pages like i'm not i'm not writing anymore ripping through the pages right and just dropping bars just to get all that out and then okay now i gotta challenge myself to be different but the same person too like yeah he's he's a different individual bro that's a fact that is true he's just been a rich rapper for a long time forever right that's all dream was like, okay. So here, check this out. I got a question for y'all. I got a question for y'all. Yeah. What well, you said, right? Him being the same person, but at the same time, different eras of Wayne. Like, you got the first, for me, the first era is that whole um, cash money, young Wayne. I would even go, nah, yeah, cash money, young Wayne. Like, the uh, the first, his first album, Block niggas, is Hot niggas, type stuff. Niggas slept on Block niggas is Hot. Niggas like, slept who, on. Who is your favorite Wayne? Niggas, What's your favorite Wayne, man? My favorite Wayne is really the mixtape Wayne, but to me, niggas slept mixtape. on niggas slept on Block is Hot. I was bumping that. Niggas slept on 500 Degrees hard. I was bumping that. That nigga was rapping on 500 Degrees. I don't care what slept nobody on. say. That nigga was going off, nigga. Like, but, but yeah, man. Um, I'd have to say, like, Wayne really started getting into his bag. It was that... But it's hard though. I'ma bring it up, nigga. I'ma bring it up. They say Gilly was writing this shit. So what I'm supposed to do? What I'm supposed to do? What I am I supposed it. to do? They say when 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 the Carters when the Carter one started. All I hear is Carter two win. Carter one win. Man, they say all his his DNA is all over the first two Carters. It is. Like this. I'ma tell you like this. That might be. That might be it. it. There may be a lot of influence. Cause that's when, cause that's when everybody else jumped on the, the Wayne bandwagon, nigga. Niggas wasn't fucking with 500 degrees, but immediately, as soon as he dropped the Carter, I was like, yo, where the fuck all these Wayne fans come from, nigga? Like, wait. I was the same way. I was the same way, cause like I said, I'm from from start, bro. I was listening to these boys from start. Right. And I came back. Right. Music from New Orleans, like, yo, this cash money shit is crazy, but. When, when Carter dropped, like, oh man, this is a different sound than Wayne, right? Wayne, but at the same time, I knew it had to come from somewhere. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I don't think it right before him. I think it was that influence. If you in the lab together, right? Four or five people in the lab together, you're going to start bouncing ideas off. It's going to happen. But what happens is somebody feels like maybe they had too many ideas bouncing off and they didn't get enough credit for it. And they take it a whole nother level. Y'all wrote all this shit. I don't believe it. I don't believe that you can have somebody write for you and then still maintain this. Like, you're not going to still be this great. So, yeah, you might have had influence, but come on, bro. Kanye, same way. He in a lab with Jay. Look, I'm not taking Jay away from Wayne from, like, the quote-unquote Gilly years. I, I, I submit to that argument that, you know, you vibing with somebody, so you get a little bit of swag, a little style, a couple ideas. I don't believe Gilly sat down Wrote three verses in a hook and then pass it to Wayne like, yeah, spit that. I don't believe that. So, you're right. But, yeah, I do feel like, yeah, man, you was in our studio. You, we gave, I gave, pretty much I gave you a style to run with and you ain't shot me out. I think it was more bitterness than anything. Um, but, regardless of who wrote what, what swag, that that was my favorite way. That, that Carter 2 to like the dedication to the dedication like to that period from 2006 Damn. to about 2000 
2009. And that what era when right. that nigga when that nigga went on that wave and he was just featuring on everybody's shit, oh, killing that, shit, that nigga. That that's nigga was murdering shit. And that's another thing I will give to Wayne to this day. If he get on a track with, let's say, Lil Twist or one of these new cats, he gonna do that that classic Wayne wave that they that were inspired by. But if if somebody like Jay or Pusha T, Jay the Kid, not Pusha T, cause Pusha T and Wayne still beefing. But like uh, Rick Ross or Ti come get him and get on the track, Jay he gonna go back to that. Okay, let me drop this hot sixteen bars, this Carter shit, right quick. He still has the right, capacity to do that. But I think that got more into him because the game got bored with bars. That's just true. Well, there was Red a fans time. got bored with bars. There, hey, there was a long time when I didn't listen to the radio. Um, I would just listen to the drought, right? Or whatever the new drought came out. Right. And, bro, I didn't even know whose beats he was rapping over, but he was just killing them. And he came on that one joint. And I think it was over the upgrade B for Beyonce. And that's, right. like, Hell, that's one of my favorite ones, bro. Yeah, there was just, they weren't even anybody else's beats. It was just, yo, Wayne is about to just kill that. Uh, what's the joint, the Cameron beat that Kanye made when he rapped over that? When I'm killing these bitches, young Wayne Carruth, it, yo. It was just nuts, bro. He was on a different planet through that whole drought era. Because that was in that last frame of where bars were still looked at. You couldn't say you was the greatest and you ain't had no fucking bar work. So he was in that last frame of motherfuckers like really speaking bars and like, and when I mean bars, I mean traditional, like line for line, punch line, similes and schemes, like that kind of bar work. Not just throwing bars in the mix of a flow or an auto tune or a sound. I'm talking about lyrics. It was that, la- it was that last little and then like Drake came along and then like but, I felt like but what made Wayne so different though it wasn't just niggas with bars that fuck with Wayne though it was like Wayne was like even like if you wasn't like a bar heavy nigga during that mixtape era when he was running shit he still had Wayne fans that wasn't particularly your traditional hip hop bar heavy oh cause he, 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 had, cause he had the whole swag the shit yeah running around <laughs> Throwing their dreadlocks on, claiming bloods, getting tatted up. They had bars, though. Them niggas had bars, but Wayne inspired a, a bunch of clones to get started in rap. And, you know, Kendrick used to be one of them. Oh yeah. oh yeah, he had the whole, he did a whole album, the, um, what do you call it? Uh, three, four. Oh. Uh, what you say? C4. There you go. C4 yeah. with the um, off of the Carter 3. He called it C4 and he just went over a bunch of Carter 3 beats. Right. Pretty fire too. It was pretty fire. That's actually I how I got name. that's actually how that was how that was my introduction to Kendrick. Was hearing that C4 him rhyming over all of them Wayne beats. That's how I first some nigga at work was like, yo, you need to check this nigga named K Dot out. Nigga and, and gave, nigga and gave me I think he gave me like a CD or some shit. Uh that C4. Nigga and I was like, nigga, this nigga dope. <laughs> you feel me? But that was before he even started going by Kendrick Lamar. Wayne probably got the hottest, the hottest uh, chorus in any hip hop album, bro. On any hip hop track, that duffel bag boy hook. I knew you was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a fact. Bro, that might sound as the greatest hook ever, dog. That's a fact. Like for real. He has some dope. I'm not even exaggerating. That no, <laughs> that, that, that one. The greatest hook ever. 
I, nigga, I fuck with that one. Nigga, it's a couple he did from Wayne to, for a uh, game too. Nigga, the uh, My Life shit for game. And then that Ooh. other one. The, um, oh, what's the one? Damn, I fucking offered of the. Oh, I forgot about that, My Life. My Life and the one from, um, that latest shit that game did where he was talking about not trusting niggas and um having the niggas was trying to set him up and shit like don't for the oh, I gotta find that track but that nigga that's one of my favorite Wayne Hooks too god damn it uh, god yeah. damn it hey, oh, man, I'm man. Go ahead. is Wayne is Wayne in your top 10 come on man Listen, listen to how we talking. Like, he gotta be. Like, I feel like he gotta be somewhere in there. I, I feel, feel like, like he has to be. I feel like he gotta be, man. Can we think of 10 niggas that's... Better than Wayne? In all the categories? Like, like when you when you consider everything... No. If we, you consider, if, like we, if we consider team, everything, he's definitely in the top like team. If you do it like my team and I can get a 2007 Wayne, yeah. Listen, I'm telling you like this. Facts. Wayne is gonna go down. Wait, how we say when, like for me, my era, people my age, when we talk top ten, it's usually like Big Pac. Those are always like the first two, right? And then it goes Jay Nas. Those are always like the next sort of thing. Wayne's gonna go down for the people under us, the generation under us. He's gonna be that auto entry. They're gonna say, Yo, who's your top rappers minus Wayne? Because you can't include Wayne. I guarantee you. Then there's two kinds of top five. There's people that put Eminem in, and there's people that completely leave Eminem off. Bro. You know that. Uh, out of five, is Wayne not going to get in on the five? Like, listen to what we're talking about. Listen to the influence alone. I got to rework the top ten, bro. Like I said, there's people that put Eminem in their top five or ten, and there's people that don't. From Adam. That's the game song I'm talking about. From Adam. Off the Godfather documentary that too. That shit was hard. But, uh... But Just about what? From Adam. Alright. I gotta go. I'm about to listen to that in my life as soon as we get off this call. Man, listen man. to that From Adam too, nigga. That shit fire. Like, like... <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, though. I think... If you encompassing everything, like like you meant going back to my team, if you talking about Pink Diamond Wayne versus Pink Diamond other niggas, like I'm going with Wayne, nigga. Like, like I'ma be I'ma be honest. Like <laughs> Hey, that's a cold concept. My team with uh hip hop. Yeah. That's a cold concept. Yeah, we're gonna incorporate that. We're gonna start doing that. <laughs> A whole fucking hit, like on, got bro. a whole commercial and all that, like, <laughs> like the interlude, that fucking whole anthem and shit. Like, how niggas know your whole interlude by heart? Like, that's crazy. Like they play that shit in ball games, like real shit. <laughs> you know, this is just a pause on the album, right? We about to get back to some more eat. Right, like. That's... <laughs> Like, that shit was just off the cuff. Like, yo, just, yo, run that fucking, I'm going in. Like, ugh. Yeah, that, that was nasty, bro. That was nasty. That is a cold concept. But, uh, 
Um, yeah, I'm one of those. I'm a, I'm, him's gonna always be in my top five just for his lyrical execution alone. And I know there's a lot of people that kind of discredit Eminem for either either what he's doing currently, or they just never was a fan of him to begin with, or it's the race thing, and they feel like they can't relate and they can't they can't pick apart like lyrical talent or a talent as an MC, a songwriter, and a producer. They just can't peel that away from the fact that he white. And I'm just not one of those people. I'm not one of those people either, but I don't blame them for feeling that way, though. Like, I really don't. Like, I understand that. I understand that, my nigga, because if, yeah, I don't know. I understand that. To me, I get it. <laughs> That's like taking I get something it. away from Luca Brock. Is Luca Doncic not nice as shit? There was a year I thought Dane was going to start as a point guard in the All-Star game, and then fucking Luca just shits on this like second year, like I'm like, damn, Dame gonna come off the bench again. Can you take anything away from what Luca doing? No, I don't think that's the same thing though, because that, that's what well, that's not that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is to me it's not fair. Is because of the fact that it's not the only thing that he's not relatable. It's the fact that he. He get away with rapping about shit that we just can't get away with rapping about in a way that niggas just don't like. He just, he has, he, and because of that, he has more shit in his arsenal that he can use. You feel me? Like, he, I don't know. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. Like, nigga, Tyler, the creator is nowhere near as big as M became like to me like he, he doing his thing you, don't get me wrong you just got a co-following just like him does he got a co-following he do he do but to me that shit just don't hit the same way as him he don't he don't rap anywhere he don't rap near nearly as well as eminem does like to be honest well, i know he don't but like eminem has the english language and the entire alphabet to his disposal, just like any other MC does. But Eminem's, no, but... A lot of black rappers, they feel like they have to rap just about the hood. Kanye changed all that. Bruh, Tyler Creator don't be talking about all this bullshit like in the fucking mainstream. His shit don't be being played on the fucking radio like M shit do. Like, I can't think of the last Tyler Creator song that I've heard on the radio that I haven't had to go search for somewhere. Like that's an interesting point though. Um, Skyce, when y'all bring up Tyler the Creator, because it's funny, he's literally playing on the speaker right now. He just came through right now. Um, <laughs> it, it sounds like you're saying that Eminem gave black rappers maybe the the freedom to be different made it okay for them to not rap about hood stuff all the time, right? Um, to rap about something that's a little odd. And, and I did that accept- to Kanye. Not him, but Kanye. Wait. How so? How you do that? Well, Kanye was on Rockefeller Records. Nigga, they entire rosters is former D-Boys, right? So, Kanye to break through and not be on some, I'm hard all the time, I'm still fly, but I believe in Jesus. I mean, like, there's different... Like, I feel like all of us feel like we just have to rap about hood shit. Now, here's a, here's a kind of a thing like M's favorite rapper is Redman. Redman was that first rapper that I can rap about whatever the fuck I want. Hood shit, crazy shit, funny shit. But I'm going to use the entire English language and anything I want to make dope rhymes, whether it makes sense, 
whether it sounds like it's coming out of comic book or not. That's where M got that style from originally. Facts. It's just we don't champion Red Man like we champion the Biggies, the Jay Z's, the Nas, and this shit. That's Even to this day, Red Man is one of the nicest MCs ever, but he don't make nobody top twenty list for some reason. That's a good point, shit, but man, to you. That, that's a, nigga. He made he 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 made M. He's number one on M's. <laughs> like, right, like, right, exactly. But um, but back to your but to your point about Kanye, I hear what you're saying. Like he was around a bunch of hood niggas, and he necessarily and he wasn't necessarily rapping hood, but he still had that swag to him. He still was talking about fly shit. He still was talking about shit that we could relate to with, you know, want to grasp. M was talking about popping pills, killing his mom, um, fucking taking his baby mama in the trunk with his baby with his daughter in the car, getting beat up by fucking bullies. He took it to a whole nother level. Like he took it to a whole nother place that. You would have never thought it would have went, nigga. We got in trouble. We got in trouble listening to that shit on the way to San Diego. You remember that, nigga? Do, nigga, nigga, nigga your pops cussed us out, nigga. It's something mean. 34 years online. It's like, yeah, black people, off the bat, we have, we have, for most parts, a tough, a tough out in life. Our shit, it can be fucked up. Growing up around gangs and drugs. And possible single parent It's rough But one thing I learned about white people When it's fucked up It's really fucked up nigga. Like no, like for real Like all white people ain't grow up With both your parents And the fucking You know picky fence And like when white people be broken Fucked up They be fucked up Nigga it be like Fucked up shit going on Moms on drugs And broke trailer part And you know, my uncle did this And you know, biker trash and like, like these motherfuckers, when they have fucked up lives, it be really fucked up. Especially if your mom's so poor she raised you around a bunch of niggas, then it's really fucked up because you don't necessarily get no pass. You get bullied every day. And you gotta go back to this bitch. Like, that's one thing I learned. Like, when white people shit be fucked up, it be really fucked. Like, how damn, like, really? Like, okay, I see why you talk back to your mama. That's kind of fucked up. She did that shit. Like, and that's one thing I learned about the culture of, of different races. Like, when they shit be wild and awful, it be really bad. Like, God damn, that's kind of fucked up. Like, you know, like, that's real shit. Like, and I, I so all the shit that he was talking about, that was his reality. And no, most niggas can't identify with it, but now they can because you hear more pill popping and wild shit. That same shit that Eminem was rapping about on Eminem's show, Eminem show and Slim Shady LP. I'm pretty sure I can tie some of those same themes to Juice World and some of these new emo rappers that's out right now. But, but back to the point that I was making, though. Like, like he raps about that stuff. But think about if a black rapper were to come. How far would a black rapper get rapping about throwing his baby mama in the trunk, taking her to the beach? You feel me? Or doing as far as do, Red doing Man got. half of all this shit. <sighs> as far as Red Man got. Couple go out the platinum one here and there, do a bunch of live shows, maybe a guest appearance every two years. As far as Red Man got. That's how far. It's the truth. Man, you ain't gonna make it sound like Red Man didn't go a long way. Yeah, man, I'm like, I don't, I don't. It's not as big as 
Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, it's not as big as what it is. Sound, like, that yeah, song goes like, up. <laughs> he made it sound basic as fuck. Like, <laughs> like, he just traveled the whole goddamn world. Yeah, like, like, he got a couple plaques. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Then he's like, like, all right. Let's be real. Let's be real. Like, my man's is... Eminem has reached a height in, in the success of record sales and in popularity in hip-hop that... He got several songs where he's talking about having sex with Dr. Dre. Like, what black rapper could get away with that? What black rapper could get away with that and still be as popular? Like, he is... Uh, uh, oh, God. Like, you keep, like... And he's an anomaly. I'm talking about... I'm talking about, like, come on. Like, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. T- Tyler, the creator, don't... Like I said, Tyler, the creator, don't be getting his songs played on the radio. Like... No. I, I I'm just saying, like... M's in my top trying to start a whole new argument but I'm not one of them niggas where Pac and Biggie gotta be in my top five every top five so I don't feel that way like I'm I don't feel that way I had much respect to them niggas and I'm not taking nothing away from them but I don't feel like they gotta be fucking solidified in the top five like they can't never be moved out in life ever like we Royce can't never been in my top like, like I don't believe now, that we're just now keeping He's just now legitimizing the reason I was talking about this nigga from Detroit that nobody heard of. Which is the next segue. Do I play... Put it like this. <laughs> I play I Don't Age on repeat more times than I actually listen individually to some of like Wayne's album. Like I listen to eight tracks of Wayne I probably played I Don't Age about 12 times yesterday. Yeah. I've only, I've only listened to it once. I'm not even, even going to hold you. And it was like halfway while I was like in the shower listening to it. And I was there. Yeah, I haven't even got that really fully digested shit yet. So I'm not even going to hold you. Yeah, that shit was, um, that shit was a, it was a heat rock, man. I was really, uh, i it's kind of like, I get upset, not upset, or jealous. It's just like, God damn, dude. Like, at a time where you thought, like, people reached their peak a long time, and I've been listening 
like hardcore a fan of Royce the 5'9 one of the reasons why I went by Sky's 9 almost 15 years ago Royce was really like my favorite rapper the nigga that made me want to rap and then like you hear a motherfucker that's been doing it this long and like motherfuckers not tapering off <laughs> all he's doing is getting better gaining more popularity he's producing records now like motherfuckers dope as fuck I don't know I'm just maybe I'm just a a slaughter stand I guess hey yo I'm about to start I'm gonna see you on the I'm gonna see you on the minute yup Alright. Yeah, but nah, that nigga Royce, like, like I got put on the Royce um, on like the, like around like the Rock City album. You feel me? That's when I kind of got put on the Royce and and he was fire to me. But that nigga's progression is fucking crazy. Like his shit went through the fucking roof from there. Like this nigga rapping on some other shit. Like I don't, I don't be, yeah. He he's 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 one of the only niggas that that I think can go toe to toe with him. I really feel like he can go toe to toe with him, like on the track. Like I've seen him actually beat him on a couple tracks, in my opinion. Like yeah, like him yeah. and Black Thought and Black Thought. Everybody else, he's jumping on the track. <laughs> and Black Thought, he can jump on the track with any fucking body and keep Black Thought, my nigga. Like Black Thought is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's nice, man. He's a monster. Hell yeah. Uh, but I don't age. Damn, you know, wonder if uh, Rome will come back. Maybe we can edit this in. But did you uh, catch the uh, the first uh, Would You Rather? Yeah, man. Let me see, man. Would you rather have immortality and never get old, but have Alzheimer's disease? Or age backwards until non-existence. I, I would rather age backwards into non-existence. Like to be honest, like really? Yeah, because I'm like, what am I? Thirty-two right now, nigga. So I'm like, that gives me what thirty-two, roughly around another thirty-two years. I'll be I'll be living to about sixty-four. Necessary. Technically, even though I be aging backwards, you feel me? Get to do some things over again. Get to get to correct some things, maybe. Not get to benefit from, you know, not get to benefit from what I, how I corrected them. But, you know, I pretty much just call my, just call my, it'll be like a death sentence to me. And I'm just, you know, living it out. But I'd rather that than live with Alzheimer's disease. Because I'm like, if I got Alzheimer's disease, depending on how bad it is, I'm not really living at all. So... I'd rather just, you feel me, call it a death sentence, count my years down, and just, you know. Go out as a little baby. Exactly. <laughs> like, go out as a little baby. What about you? Been mm-hmm. I guess. I just think, like, okay, realistically, I have to think about this. Like, okay, with the life I have now, as I was starting to age backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the knowledge that I have, I feel like by the time I get like 12, <laughs> 11, shit start falling apart. Like, like I, I don't, see, not if you do it right, though. Not if you plan this shit. If you, I feel like you can do it in a way where 
you can be good and you can enjoy this shit. Even 11 and 12, they got freaking YouTube stars that's like 5 and 6 and stuff out here. Depending on what you decide to do with your time, you can be good. Like, you can be and live, live, uh, you feel me, uh, a happy life until you expire as a baby. Depending on who you got around you, so especially you're going to have somebody around you to take care of you at some point to help you're you out. Gonna need to care yeah, you're going to need somebody you trust. Being able to drive to not being old enough and, to drive. And no they're going to have to be young enough to be around when you get young to be able to take care of you when you a baby. You feel me? They can't be, they can't be fucking 80 when you six. You feel me? <laughs> She's trying to help you out. So it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be like your kid or something like that. You feel me? Or like one I of the younger cousins or something like while that. I still can. Right. Yeah. That's like, going to be gonna my do it. Yeah. That's like, going to be, your, you're going to have to have a kid. Babies. Now, now exactly, like immediately, immediately. That's the first mission, like fuck. Exactly. To be, to, to, I need to have a baby, so by the time I'm twelve, <coughs> the motherfucker at least drive me around. Like exactly, that's what I'm saying. If you plan this shit right, you can be good, man. You can go out happy, like a happy little baby. <laughs> you feel me? You know what? I babies ain't got babies I'm ain't got no worries. <laughs> Alright, what if you didn't have Alzheimer's? You just live forever and you, you look the same age that you look now. Would you rather do that? See, that's different. See, <laughs> but here's the thing about that. I'm like, I, I, of course, that's the easy grab for yes. Of course, I'd rather do that because who wouldn't want to live forever? Everybody is afraid of death and that's actually become truer after this last week between, you know, the passing of Kobe, rest in peace, and me watching fucking Oz. Like, it's just been a lot of death in the past week that I've just been witnessing. But, that's besides the point. But, uh, damn, I fucking lost track of what I was saying. But, um, but yeah, no, the immortality thing. So, it, I feel like, yeah, it'd be cool at first, but, nigga, after like 500, 1,000, I don't know how long, it's gonna take, it's gonna take a while, but eventually it's gonna be old, my nigga, you're gonna get sick of this shit, depending on how the fucking country progress, cause you don't know where the fuck the country, the state, or where we gonna be at in fucking 100 years. But it don't matter, cause you can't die. That's what I'm saying, but do you wanna be sitting here, what if the fucking world gets destroyed, or some shit, and everybody blow off with nuclear bombs, all these rockets and everything blowing around, you just gonna be here by yourself, like, um, What's that nigga name from fucking DC? Uh, ah, I can't even think of the nigga name. Fucking, uh, so Randall Savage. That's what I'm talking about. You just be fucking Randall Savage. Nigga, in the beginning of the world, you just here by yourself trying to create the world again or some shit. You feel me? And then do it all over. Like, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to live through different worlds like, like you feel me? I don't know if I just want to never die like I don't know I want my motherfucking rocket pack nigga that's why I would choose immortality because I can live long enough to where a nigga can buy a rocket pack the same way I can buy a skateboard okay where are you gonna go with the rocket pack sir anywhere the fuck I want <laughs> facts okay <laughs> too short like, I, I think that's an unfair choice to live forever and not get old. You know what I mean? Because I think you got to put a cap on that, right? That's what I'm saying, man. I'm like, but... Maybe above 50? 
Like, nigga, if you do that, you a superhero, my nigga. Like, you might as well start fighting crime and shit. I might start fighting crime and shit. I'm definitely like, fighting crime. <laughs> like, like, shit, I might yeah, as well. I'm definitely fighting crime. Because I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely going to get bored to the point where I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I need to start saving people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, immortality doesn't necessarily mean you don't feel no pain or you super strong. You cannot die, still get your motherfucking ass whooped out there, like. But damn, how much? Ah, okay, well, yeah, that's the difference. It's just immortality. It just means where oh. you unconscious, you wake back up. Like. That's what I'm like. So what if somebody like torture you? Like, how does that work? I guess I got questions there. Like, how does that work if somebody just slice you the fuck up? But then this torture would never stop. Then if you immortality, if you immortal. You don't never have to stop. You just get tortured forever. Well, then now nah, I'm changing my answer. I won't. I'm going back to the Benjamin Button because I don't want that. What if you feel me? If you got a lifetime, if you got a lifetime to get caught up in some bullshit like that, nigga, the, the chances are, nigga, the odds are against you. <laughs> Eventually, you gonna get caught up in some bullshit like that. <laughs> you feel me? Oh no, that sounds painful. Nigga get I this mean, tie, nigga that's get if this somebody thing. get a hold of you. What nigga, I'm gonna do? Nigga get a hold of you, tie you up, and just cut you forever. <laughs> like, nigga, like, or until they die. Nigga, pass you along as a fucking slave or some bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm thinking worst case scenario. I tend to go there. What, all right, what if it was like, <laughs> it was like fucking Call of Duty where you do die and like you get respawned the same age around the corner somewhere? Feel it every time you die too. Like, damn, that's painful still. But damn, man, keep coming back. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to keep just live forever. Like, I don't know. I know that sounds that might sound crazy to some people, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think I want to live forever either. Yeah. That, that's that seems like. Cause then you watching people die around you. You know, right, you care like, about. <laughs> Like, dude, eventually, eventually, everybody you love is gonna be dead, my nigga. Like, eventually, everybody you love is gonna die. If you're just gonna be the only one that's got this power, you feel me? Like, you just gonna keep creating. Yeah, and you know what? It's a lonely choice. That's what I'm saying, because even if you do create new families from here, like, you feel me? The love ain't gonna be the same. They just gonna be, you feel me, your kids. <laughs> you never feel me? <laughs> It's gonna be your responsibility. You feel me? It ain't gonna be like it ain't gonna be like having family members like outside of that. Like it's different. <laughs> right. Uh. So what was the next one? Oh wait, we didn't get the. Uh, I know I ain't watching Super Bowl, but you said what's your Super Bowl pick though? Um. I want the Chiefs to win. Cowboys still be and the reason I want the Chiefs to win the selfish reason is that you're a Cowboy fan. I believe. Well, well, one for one, yeah, black quarterback <laughs> on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs may have one or two uh, championships. I know that the that the 49ers got five and the Cowboys got five, and I don't want them to pass us up. Okay, bet. Bet. that makes sense. 
kind of like how I don't like if the Celtics was in it and we wasn't. I don't want. I don't give a fuck who yeah, playing. Yeah. I don't want the Celtics Fact. to win. That's a fact. I'm mad they got one up on us. All motherfuckers, they last chip was against us. Right. This shit ain't like where I'm from, nigga. <laughs> like, this shit is not like where I'm from. <laughs> nigga, and it's cold, nigga. I'm like, and it's cold. Think about it. It's almost like, if like, the California had a country, in a way, like, I'm talking about, like, ge- uh, geographically. And they got tall ass trees and greenery, and yeah. it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different. It seemed like cool and a nice place to fucking live, but. seen it like on one of my notifications going by I wouldn't even know who's playing in the Super Bowl my nigga that's how much I'm out of it so but um this next would you rather though would you rather have all dogs try to attack you when they see you or all birds try to attack you when they see you I See, I remember that movie Birds. That shit was creepy Man. when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember that. Wait, <laughs> I remember that shit. That shit was some scary shit. So <laughs> but um, damn, man, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably have to say Birds. But I would have to keep something. I don't. I feel like I would have a better chance somehow. I don't know. Cause I feel like if you. Well, no, 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 wait, no, because normally when you see birds, they in flocks, and when you see dogs, they not necessarily always gonna be in flocks or in fucking packs or you some shit go, like that, right? You may go a solid three days. Facts. I'm gonna go with dogs. And you may see one dog on a leash. Yeah, I'm gonna go I with dogs. I can tell you last time I seen a stray dog. Facts, exactly. But you may see like okay. Yeah, well, you put the it like that. The owner gonna let the motherfucker go. Like you may see. Yeah, nah, <laughs> fuck that. 
Yeah. And they can yeah, fly, that's the, bro. That's so it's like with a car, with a dog, you can hop on top of somebody's car or go upstairs. Yeah, yeah. you got to go and inside. And the bird can fly. Bird, yeah. What if somebody just for some reason there's a fucking emu or ostrich out there, bro? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that shit, nigga. (laughs) Fuck that. But yeah, hell nah, nigga. Birds. It reminds me of that Geico commercial with that dude on the motorcycle. At first, like a a small bird hit him in the face, and then it's like a fucking goose, and then next thing you know, it's a fucking ostrich running towards him and shit, like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I can take my chances with the dogs, so long as I don't go to some fucking illegal dog fight or, dog you know, go somewhere where there are loose animals. For the most part, people keep dogs, especially dangerous-ass dogs, like in kennels on leashes. Nigga, ain't nobody cage. There's too many wild birds out here. Facts. And if a school of fucking sparrows, a goddamn pigeons just happening. You know how sometimes you see the motherfucking them uh, ravens or, or crows or something they like fucking 15 of them on a fucking power line. I, 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 I can't deal with that, bro. And not only that, but that just I also increases your chance of getting shitted on by a bird too. It's just they just gonna be around you. You definitely get shitted on. It's gonna be a common occurrence for you. Some sort of bird. Facts, nigga. It reminds me of the end of the Home Alone 2. Remember that shit? Yeah, that shit was all bad. They got covered him in them bird seeds, nigga. That shit was all bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take my chances with the dogs, bro. I mean, I don't think I can check my mail without getting attacked by a bird, nigga. Wow. That means they see you in the car, nigga. They flying into your windshield. Your car gonna be filthy. probably crack your windshield. You know, the motherfucking beaks is hard. And some of them got sharp ass talons. I hate owls. You can imagine if a fucking owl Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, I'm not fucking with birds, man. <laughs> they yeah. stay exactly where they at. I know one thing. I'm definitely finna be an aluminum baseball bat carrying motherfucker. Facts, nigga. Or a tennis this racket or some shit, nigga. Practice. Fucking tennis racket. I want a tennis racket because a wider scope, wider range, something like a little bit bigger because I'm going to have to hit at least three of them bitches at a time. Like, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> I ain't going to have time to be taking extra swings on shit, nigga. They're going to be coming yeah, at you from racket. all angles. Exactly. The wings and shit caught up again. Facts. Tennis racket, that's what you want. Yeah, I remember we used to go outside with tennis rackets and um, we used to stay in LA but in the summertime the fucking big ass June bugs would be flying around. Niggas, niggas used to hit them bitches with the tennis rackets, man. It ain't gonna be no different. <laughs> I hate those bugs, man. We be outside having a good time and playing hoop and one of the motherfuckers fly out the tree. Right. A little hole in the tree or something. Just fuck the whole party up. Right. Yeah, right. Like, right. Man. Yeah, you got there with brooms and shit trying to kill him. Yeah. Okay, great. Tennis racket. Facts. For sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Who let the dogs out? Right, man. All right, man. I guess we're going to close with the favorite Kobe moments, man. Oh, man. But uh, I'm going to go. I'll go with. I'm going to just go straight to the front door. I got two, actually. One is gonna be 
who was that? Was it? I think it was Sacramento Kings in the playoffs to lob the Shack, nigga. That's one. Yeah. That's definitely one. And number two is straight through the front door. The 81. I remember. I was watching that game, nigga. I wasn't watching it during the beginning. I started getting calls when he was at like 50-something. Like, yo, this nigga Kobe's at like 50, nigga. It's only halftime. It's only third quarter. Nigga, I'm like, oh, shit, nigga. Turn the TV on. What's up? Man, nigga, it going crazy. You feel me? Like, like that shit was, bruh. Like, nigga, I'm talking, nigga, standing up, shouting out the TV, shouting at the TV, like, nigga, just going wilding the fuck out, my nigga. Like, that was one of the best moments yeah, the, in basketball history. The 81, I remember like, when the 81 uh, game was happening, I was just getting off work. I remember Pops called me, he's like, you watch, you watch it, Kobe? He said, man, Kobe got it. I think at the time, like, Kobe had, like, 60-some points, and it was only, like, the top of the third or, like, the, the bottom I think it was going into halftime or something. I was like, right, something I remember cutting the game on, and uh, I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. And I, I remember watching the end of that. I was like, I can't believe this shit is happening. And then the request was at work when it was going on. But I just remember that game. So I fucking had 81 fucking points. It was ridiculous. Crazy. And um, another moment was... Uh, I want to say it was that, uh, it had to be his, that 60 on his way out, man. Even though he put up a bunch of shots to get it, it's like, God, I'm on. this dude came back from Achilles injury. He's 38 years old. And these weren't like, okay, Utah just laid down. It's like, we're just going to let the old man go out on the good note. Even if that was the case, it's still not easy to score even on even on the weak defense, like to put up sixty points is crazy. That's it's the, not something that's done like on a whim, dude. Like you gotta be really talented and really skilled to fucking pull that off, man. I thought that was that was a cold way for him to go out, but um I I agree. Even if it was that, because of the fact that it's not it's still not easy to put up the sixty one points and also that just shows the respect that the league and just just this past week and everything that you see, just the respect and how much the league looked up at Kobe to to want him to go out on a good note like that. You feel me? This is a competitive league. Like, you feel me? They're not all buddy-buddy like this, but I'm sure, you know, some of them are friends. But you feel me? To to the point where they even, I even heard like Stephen, Stephen A. Spence mentioned or they showed a replay of, when he was hitting the free throws, like Gordon Dragic, he put his he put he stepped over the line on purpose just in case Kobe would have missed the free throw, he would have got the retry just so that he could hit the 61. You feel me? It was like to that point, like you feel me? Motherfuckers love Kobe that much. Like when they was like, yo, we wanna see, we wanna see you get to however high as you can get, nigga, on your last game, my nigga. Cause we want you to go out because you deserve it, nigga. Like that's why, that's why on that last contract, we paid him what we paid him, nigga, cause you deserve it, nigga. Fuck what everybody talking about my nigga like like fuck what everybody talking about whether what you could do and all like nah fuck all that it don't matter nigga 20 20 years nigga he deserved this shit like you feel me he earned that even when he popped his achilles and like actually sunk his free throws bro like facts i've seen motherfuckers get carted off the fucking court for less you know like um i remember the fucking uh 
the Mama Seminar commercials, bro. I thought those was like some of the dope. He was doing his little seminars and shit. He had Kanye West, Lil Wayne, and everybody was just like same animal, different beat shit. Some of his commercials he did. Yeah, man. Uh, shit, I like the. Uh, I don't know if you were up on the, uh, the All the Smoke podcast with uh, Matt Barnes and Steve Jackson. Nah. Kobe did the first episode of the new year, and it was like probably like three weeks before he went, man. Like, and it was just cool just hearing him. Like, I never heard Kobe Bryant cuss before, but he ain't in the league no more, and he was in a setting with some former players that he trusted, and that was a dope podcast, man. And um, he had his Emmy and his Oscar and shit in the background, and it was bad, dude. It was. Tough, bro. Like, I'm gonna have to check yeah, this shit out. Some of my favorite moments. Uh, yeah, man. I didn't even, I didn't even see that, man. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check that podcast out for sure, for sure later on today. Yup. But um, yeah, man. You wanna I think we should do like a moment of silence? I'll with it. For the beam, man. We'll give it a good twenty-four. Seconds at same time revising the flow. They put me on a high horse, cause y'all money harmonizing. My pockets are stuffed full of high notes. I hate us, we feeding them high votes. When you playing the game, it's high stakes. High top suits on, puffing my hydro. Eyes low, but I'm high though. I'm living in outer space. The booth on Mars, throw parties on stars. Part and I can't see you, the money is in the way. Higher than the brim on the head of a giant. I'm just following style, don't confuse it with flying. On the mic, I got that crack pipe high. Head scratching like junkies trying to catch that line. High definition, my mission to get the picture. Clear enough for your vision, I'm lifting up on the swisher. High. My money stack high, my mind stay high. High up in the sky, motherfucker, I'll fly. See the haters say hi, my Chevy sit high. Let them know this if they must know I. We live the high life, high quality women, my grind right. High all the time, they get 
cause we shine bright. Big money, nine women, nice cars, fly living. Y'all wanna watch us ball, here come the highlights. High eyed, wave when I fly by. Highly inclined minds, they're running with landmines. I'm finna lift off, get ready to stand by. While me and my man's right all over the damn sky. It's gonna rain ashes, me and my camp high. I can't lie, you can just see in my damn eyes. Academy Airlines, tear through the air eye. Do it with red lines, with words to spare. I don't think you was prepared, rider. This is a fair fight, it's more like a clear flight. Known the air mics, roam the air nights, and colorful air nights. We make it look like these niggas are scared of heights If they get near eye, I might just take flight My mind just ain't right I strive through rape sites Climbing the ladder without no hands or legs I'm just spreading my wings How could you say that I ain't fly? My money stack high My mind stay high High up in the sky Motherfucker, I fly See the haters say hi My Chevy sit high Let them know this If they must know I live the high life High quality women might ride right High on the time They dig it because we shine bright Big money I'm just a black boy caught up in this high life Focused on this curse, just trying to get my mind right Living in this twilight zone with my eyesight So far ahead of y'all, I'm trying to get my time right King of the haikus, part in my fly shoes I know it seems I'm walking all over you Got the drop on them, so it's targets on all of them In the sky so long, black ass, they call me if you ever seen them black ass woodies walking it Got a blunt in my mouth thinking about stalking it Ain't no telling how high my thoughts will get You might find it funny that I'm on when I'm off of it Mine probably lost a bit Fortunate rolling with the furnace So I'm scorching it A soldier in the sky Just air forcing it My fly so high There is no approaching it. My money stack high My mind stay high High up in the sky Motherfucker I'm fly See the haters say hi My Chevy sit high Let them know this If they must know why We live the high life High quality women might rhyme right High all the time They dig it because we shine bright Big money nine women Nice cars fly living Y'all wanna watch us ball Here come the